All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, non-stop Leafs talk starts now. All right, let's get after it. It's time to recap All-Star Weekend as Toronto's bye week begins next in action on Friday when they visit the Columbus Blue Jackets for a back-to-back home-and-home, a rare one you see with the Leafs presented by PointsBet Canada. And Montana's, it's the Monday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill with you. What's up, Rosie? Me, myself, but I'm doing good. There we go. How you doing? How you doing? Man, you must have had yourself a weekend down there. I want to hear a little bit about it. Some highlights, some lowlights. Are you allowed to talk about any lowlights or just, uh, just the good stuff? No, you know me. There's never any lowlights with yours, truly. I'm the most positive person. Had a fantastic time. I saw right through the bitching about the festivities, whether it's the skills, whether it's the all-star game. I, You know, l- let me just put it this way. So I was flying home yesterday, um, sitting down uh, near my gate, waiting for my flight. And I pretty much saw what you want to see at all-star weekend, a kid and his dad. And the kid was like, couldn't take the smile off his face. They were from Columbus. They got a, got a chance to see Johnny Goodrow, who went home to be closer to home in Columbus on the 32nd team in the NHL. And they said uh, they had a really, really good time. So uh, that was my major takeaway. It's always been that case with All-Star Weekend. It's not about me. It's not about your casual fan. It's about the kids. And as long as they're happy, that's all I care about, Rosie. You think that whole multi-million dollar program was just for the kids, eh? Well, mm-hmm. if that's We're going to get guess... into it. I don't want... 
I don't want you to say too much, but uh, all in all, it was a really good time on and off the ice. A couple fantastic spots. Uh, shout out to the folks at Elbow Room. It's right on the beach in Fort Lauderdale. Man, the one night, I think every night, actually, I wasn't there every night, but I hit up a couple different spots in the area, obviously. But the who's who of the hockey world was there, like list, media member, player, <laughs> uh, former player, former Hall of Famer. They were all in one establishment, man. It just it. It made some for some incredible visuals. Like I'm not the type of person to, to to grab a picture, especially when I'm loaded up or others are loaded up. But I just sat there and like like took a step back and I was like, holy crap, you know? Yeah, it seemed like from the bit that I watched, it was uh, like a lot of Hall of Famers cruising around. I think the yeah the the league flies in a lot of uh, of old guys. You know, you see yeah. Luongo on the ice there, and you know Messier and Chelios and a bunch of Hall of Fame guys are out there, which is cool. I like that part of uh that part of it too for sure to to kind of have the blast in the past because you don't get a chance to see some of those old boys all that much anymore yeah. unless it's on a potato chip commercial or some shit like that but uh yeah. to see them cruising around there and seeing what they look like nowadays it, it, I, I do like that part for sure a couple highlights from the weekend i got to finally meet tyler Uremchuk from oilers nation in person that was fantastic he towers over me which is pretty incredible as you know i'm six foot three he's about six four six five we had a great time we were actually at a private event uh, for Connor McDavid announcing extension with CCM. And that that was so cool, man. Like, it was an intimate setting. Uh, Jennifer Botterill from Hockey Night in Canada and Sportsnet was the host. And she sort of did, like, a one-on-one -on -one with McDavid. And it was probably, like, 45 to 50 people max, dude. And the best part about it, open bar. How are you? Mm -hmm. Open bar, dude. <laughs> yeah, did McDavid yeah, give you anything, man? He's a tough interview, that kid. He's... He's almost media yeah. trained to the gills. Plus, yeah. he doesn't have a lot of yeah. personality. I think he's just a, a pure hockey dude. But, man, it's hard pulling teeth out of that guy when you're trying to get some uh, some good interview coverage. He doesn't want to give up too much, it seems like. He's he's very reserved. But having said that, I asked around a couple media members, especially who cover the Oilers. And I said, like, what's he, you know, what's he like to cover on a daily basis? And one person said, there's Davo. And then there's Connor McDavid, which to me said behind closed doors, Connor McDavid's a beauty. And, you know, I've heard this about everybody. List your star player who's so, sort of timid and quiet, similar to Sidney Crosby. I just think to your point, McDavid's just been under the microscope for so long. He's just been so media trained for so many years that he's not going to give you much. Having said that, I thought in this setting, he was pretty damn good. Uh, there wasn't scrums after, so it was just like a one-on-one. -on -one, but he gave them a bit, uh, you know, pump CCM, obviously. But that's what I heard. He's a different cat behind the scenes, which you love to hear. I'm sure his teammates obviously love him, right? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I just don't think he – some guys just don't have the personality to be, you know, pizzazzy on interviews. And they also don't yeah. care. It's not their job to make your headlines good. And I, I get that yeah. too. But um, it would be nice to get a little more. I feel like Sid can at least crack a smile and understand a joke. But <laughs> when you think about in that market how many stupid bloody questions he's been asked, I, I can imagine it gets a little old and you just put on your stone face and get through the interview so you can walk away, which is unfortunate that the – you know, it gets that way with some of those big stars, but it is what it is. Yeah. So all in all, it was a great time. Got a chance to interview Alexander Barkov. Of course, I do freelance work with the NHL and their whole podcast, uh, you know, ecosystem. So did some fantasy stuff over there. Interviewed Paul Coffey, legend, Hall of Famer, of course. Uh, and yeah, Barkov. So all in all, I, I think objective complete and looking forward to next season. We will get to that. And we touched on that a couple weeks on the show couple weeks ago i should say that toronto will be hosting the 2024 all-star game and obviously we hope to get rosie out here i'm already in talks by the way with the nhl to have us do our show leafs morning take from fanfare and we're still a year away from that so a lot to be excited about over the next year 
And also a lot to be excited with, Rosie, when it comes to our new YouTube channel. As you'll see on our screen, producer Aaron's going to put it up at the Leafs Nation 401 on YouTube. At the Leafs Nation 401 on YouTube. Again, we are slowly migrating over to this new channel. Um, Aaron and company have been doing a tremendous job of spreading the word. The Simmons versus Greer um, conversation that we had last week really took off. Apparently, you hate LeBron James. I should bring up, I was not going to forget, you hammered uh, the Lakers to lose against Indiana. And actually, the Lakers ah. won last Thursday. So, great job, Rosie. You're on fire. Uh, also, remember <laughs> to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review wherever you're checking us out. Don't forget to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest on all things Toronto Maple Leafs. Again, that's theleafsnation.com. Also, thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns. A lot of this show will be around All-Star Weekend, what type of changes to make. Uh, look ahead to the Leafs uh, here, at least in the unofficial second half of the season, 30-some-odd games remaining in this campaign. So any comments, any questions, concerns, get this, uh, get that to us. Drop us a line here in the YouTube chat, and we'll get to them. And I aim to do a mailbag at some point in time this week, obviously some days off for the Maple Leafs, and you can pretty much ask Rosie anything. So buckle up for that. But for now, we're going to get over the boards. All right, so we're, we're just going to break this down the way it was, All-Star Weekend, the two main components. We'll start with the All-Star Game. I know you were fired up about this. The Atlantic Division wins the game. I thought this is the cherry on top So great to a great hosting job. Obviously, I was there in Sunrise and Fort Lauderdale. But Matthew Kachuk, the Kachuks really stole the weekend for me in terms of, uh, you know, really crowning a winner. And uh, obviously, that was a big trade last offseason. What do you think of the Atlantic Division winning and Matthew Kachuk winning MVP in that new pilot car? Yeah, that's cool. It's, uh, you know, I like the game better than the skills competi competition. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've been trying to make it worth something. I mean, these guys aren't going to go out there and kill themselves and get hurt and battle or anything like that. And rightfully so. It's kind of their break and you're not really playing for anything. These guys are are wired to to be on their team and to, to chase scoring titles and to try to win the Stanley Cup and set themselves up for playoffs. And then you go play in this dick around you know, skate, it, it was about as good as it could be. And I mean, I know yeah. the NHL's trying to to make it worth something. I mean, they throw a million dollars at them and, you know, they split it up and what's 88 grand, you get taxed on that. What the hell does that mean to these guys? Not a whole lot. And I don't think the answer is throwing more money at them. It just looks obnoxious. Like you say, it's kind of about the kids. It's about meeting the kid guys. Yeah. It's not about like, oh, here's a multimillionaire. Here's a whole bunch of more money. And then now you can get your feet moving. It's that, That's not the trick. Uh, Cool, the Atlantic Division win. It seemed like the Tuchuk brothers and his dad. It was they. They kind of stole the camera the whole time, which pretty neat that they're they're the only group in history who have had father and two sons uh, be all stars, which is kind of neat. So that's kind of what I kind of noticed when I was watching the little bit that I did. But other than that, uh, like, what is the Atlantic Division? What do, what do they get for winning that? Obviously, the money, but who cares? Bragging rights, bragging. I like the oh. jerseys. I thought the Miami Miami Vice team was really, really nice. Um, not to date you, did you ever play against Keith Kachuk? No, I don't think I did, man. Um, I remember Adam Foote back there being one of the older yeah. guys. I, I think he was done before me. I think he'd blown up already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not still. <laughs> no comment, man. It happens to the best of us, certainly. But uh, I think when you look at the Kachuks, I thought that was outstanding. I would add, though, like, as we look ahead, obviously, to Toronto hosting next year's All-Star festivities, the one thing I would bring back, and I don't care about the players' feelings, the draft. Like, I, I thought that component was actually pretty cool. I remember back a couple of years ago to Columbus and the draft and all that setting. I think the cool thing I would add, like, I actually don't mind the way they do right now with the three-on-three -three in the game, at least. But I want the ability to potentially see, like, McDavid with, with you know, with Crosby, 
with Matthews if he was there. And I think a draft would allow the ideology or the thoughts to ha- potentially have that, right? And I think that's the one component I would bring back to tinker with things a bit. I like I thought I like the three on three setting. I like the way it is, but I would do a redraft, Rosie. How do you feel about that? Yeah, that'd be cool. Just mix up the players a little bit and, you know, maybe give someone yeah. a chip on their shoulder. Maybe one team gets a little bit stacked somehow. And then, you know, yeah. the one team gets a little pissed off and has a bit of a pushback or something to mix it up, you know, something something where the players are actually involved and there's an element of of I don't know what it would be, just, just more involvement, more personality. Yeah, it'd be yeah. fun. I mean, everyone remembers, you know, Kessel sitting there by himself and, you know, Ovi taking a picture of him and laughing and, yeah, your feelings yeah. are hurt. I don't know, man. These guys are NHL all-stars. I don't imagine They're there's all-stars. too much to be ashamed of in there, no matter where you go. And, um, yeah, that'd be all right, too. It's it's funny. Uh, they've been dicking around with it every year. Like, has it been the same ever? It doesn't seem like it. They're always the changing something. The last couple years it has trying to make yeah. it yeah i guess it's just uh it's a yeah. tough one i wouldn't want to be in charge of it but i don't like i said i don't mind the game so much the skills kind of just makes me groan a little bit i've been to a bunch of these now like i think this is like my fifth or sixth all-star game that i've been to and again i i go i go in with an open mind like if you're there to watch like great hockey i think you have to go somewhere else go watch a coast league game i don't know what to tell you it's it's about you know seeing x player you know, the availability to the media, to the fans, the autographs. Like, that's when I look back at it, even as a kid. Did I really care about there being a laser on the puck on Fox? Like, not really. I I just think it's media-driven. People just love to bitch about something. You know, the even the other day, I, I didn't even know. Like, I don't watch football. The Pro Bowl was on. It was an absolute fucking joke, man. Like, people just like to bitch about things. Let's just put it that way. And that seems to be the big uh, pinata this year is the All-Star game and changing it. Whatever. I'm just happy the kids are happy. That's all that matters. So I mentioned Toronto's hosting. I can't believe it's been 24 years. You know who was the All-Star Game MVP in 2000 when the Leafs hosted it? Uh, a goalie Kujo. The Russian Rocket. The Russian oh, Rocket, Pavel, Pavel Bure. Uh, the world beat the North American team 9-4 to in that game back in 2000. So yeah, the first time in 24 years the All-Star Game is coming back and you know, the only unfortunate part, I would say, Rosie, having been to the last two All-Star games in Florida this year, Vegas, there was also Tampa a couple of years back, is the weather. is It's just going to be a lot of a different, you know, a bit of a different feeling. And rest assured, there's not going to be a dunk tank this uh, this time around. I can tell you that. Where I'd love to dunk Yeah, you. I won't be crying the blues, man. I don't know. I just, it's just cheesy yeah. to me. It just doesn't have to be cheesy. I know it's for the, for the yeah. kids and whatnot, apparently. But the, if yeah. you're trying to gain fans to the game and i mean the tachuk brothers come out there with a sunglasses and a, a beach chair and then he puts on snorkel and he goes down and does some weird it's just like painful and then mitch comes out for no reason yeah. it just it just seems like a 15 year old intern you know wrote the script for it all <laughs> and it's just painful and cheesy and i mean i i i'm so we've kind of switched roles here usually you like to pin things apart and i'm yeah, kind of saying hey hey we're switched off here but uh I just, it's just hard. And everyone I've talked to, yes, they're all of the same category of a male of a certain age, just shakes their head and say, I can't even bring myself to watch it. It's so cheesy. It's scattered all over the place. I mean, shooting a weird looking puck at a surfboard to go into a dunk tank. Like, these are NHL all-stars here, man. I want to, you know, I guess you're, you're trying to get the personality out of them and stuff. It's just hard to watch. It's not for me and everyone I've talked to. It's also painful to watch. I think they need a, a real overhaul of it. 
make it less cheesy. But I guess at the end of the day, people yeah. in the NHL, the powers that be, they they put people in charge to think of ideas and make it fun. And this is what they come up with. It's just it's just definitely not for me, man. I, it's hard to watch. And I'm surprised they get the guys to do some of this cheesy stuff they're doing. It's just like almost painful and the crowd's not really even watching. It seems a little bit scattered. I'd rather just have, boom, boys in the benches, one, two, three, four, five different stations or competitions and boom, they go. And you give a big old nice yeah. trophy to the winner that, that gathered the most points from somewhat. And he gets a real trophy that you can really actually be proud of that everyone's playing for every year. And then maybe they can take it seriously. It's just a complete fuck around. Guys are wearing capes and sombreros and stuff like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not for me. It's painful to watch. Hopefully the kids like it. Good for you. But uh, not for me. I would totally, totally uh, professionalize it up a little bit. Like, look at that stuff. It's just embarrassing, man. Sorry to say. Okay, so, usually Mr. Positive, yeah. but not happening with this. So name me one sport that has a good all-star game then. Well, like baseball and their home run derby seems to be pretty legit. I mean, they're playing for something. Eh. They're playing for home, you know, home advantage in the World Series. Is that not right? So I think if so. you were to do yeah. that and play for, you know, the Eastern Western Conference home ice advantage in the Stanley Cup finals, who all of a sudden, those big boys who want that you're playing for something. On the other hand, all of a sudden, it's game seven and it's in Colorado because they won the All-Star game and so-and-so had more yeah. points than them. That would cause some reasons for guys to be pissed off too. So nothing's perfect, and I'm not claiming I have all the answers, but I just know it's not very easy to watch that cringe fest. Yeah, I just I just like to look around at the other sports. Uh, like the the dunk competition is not the same anymore, and everybody even forgets there's other competitions within the you know there's a three point shooting contest. NFL, it's a joke. Like these guys are running around with shorts on, like they're not even playing football. It's like uh, you know arena league yeah. football. Like it's just I don't know. I I think people have this unrealistic expectation of an all star event. It is what it is, and ultimately it's for the fans. It's for the kids. With the skills competition, I, I would go back to the basics. Like along what you're saying, I, just some of the stuff is really, really cheesy. And that's even from somebody who, you know, obviously does some work with the NHL. And I think all in all, the events are a lot of fun, man. I see what happens behind the scenes. The fanfare was tremendous. Uh, the access to the players, I think it's it's very, you know, especially in this era, it's hard to get access the way you do at NHL events and just walk around and bump into the who's who of the hockey world. I think it's really, really cool. You don't have to just be media for that. Um, but bottom line, like, it's not a cinema production company. We're not, we're not watching a movie. I, I would go back to the basics, man, what, what really sold the game back in the day. That's pretty much all I would do. That's what I think, too. Get these guys' helmets off. Get them, like, banging out different stations or different competitions. Um, have it legible and obvious of who's the leaderboard right now. Have a nice big silver trophy that that guy wins every single yeah. year. And they got the names on it. You can look back in, in time and see who's won this over the years. Like, they don't really have that structure right now. I would kind of go towards that. And, uh, you know, I just... You know, when you look at it, I, I think about behind the scenes what these guys are doing. Some guys are down on the beach. Some guys are on a golf course. Some guys are in the rink, and they're they must be getting yeah. carted and vanned and trucked all over the place, yeah. waiting for this guy. Radio, radio, this. Waiting for someone's gather over here, gather over here. Oh, bring your oh, we got your scuba gear here. You're gonna put yeah. this silly hat on, and I bet you these guys are just like it's probably the longest day ever for these guys, and. I think it's going to get more people saying, you know what? I'm good to not go in that. There's no prestige in it. I'm not winning anything. No one's going to remember it. It's a complete gong show. And I could go and sit on the beach with my wife and kids and have an actual relaxation and rehab some injuries and 
get some rest and then come back fired up after the all-star game i think more guys are going to lean towards that than than doing the circus act where they feel like they're part of a sideshow next year is going to be interesting because it's in a cold climate i know it's in toronto the hockey mecca but i'm fascinated man because i think it's an easier pull to your point to get guys to go to sunrise in fort lauderdale than it does like a minus 30 toronto like it was really really cold over the weekend thankfully i got back and it's not as cold around minus one even one degree um so i was happy about that but uh to go to a cold climate, especially when you have a couple days off, that's going to be a tough sell. Like even Alex Ovechkin was there this weekend. He normally doesn't go to these things anymore, right? Yeah, I, guys that are getting older and thinking, "Hey, I'm, uh, you know, this is not going to happen every year anymore." And maybe, uh, maybe you For take advantage. Guys in their prime, like an Austin Matthews, he's yeah. got lots of these coming up and being a little bit banged yeah. up and having a pretty serious season, you know, right in front of you yeah. and needing to make a push. I could see more reason for it, but, uh, you know, nonetheless, it was good to see those old guys are there. You know, it's funny seeing the pictures of yeah. like Ovi and Sid's first one. They look like babies, so man. Cool. And I feel like they're yeah. just, just hitting their prime, but they're not They're They're getting old, man. And a lot of these young guys are stepping in and we're not going to see these guys every year there anymore. And that's the sad reality of it. But, uh, Will be interesting to see what they do in Toronto, how they mix that up. Is the whole thing going to be in the Scotiabank Arena? Are they going to do any extracurriculars? Or maybe that'd be a good time to go back to the basics and and just have a real hockey-centered thing. Maybe the the players can get up into the crowd and see some fans and see some kids, and you can mix it up that way, make yeah. it good for them, but maybe less of a spread-out sideshow like uh, it was this year. Yeah, I nominated Flip Cup and Beer Pong. Keep it simple with the beer games and the uh, college games. And maybe you do a little rendezvous on King West. You know, I'll be uh, I'll be hosting some stuff next year from King West. That is my area. That's my bill for partying. For the kids, hey? For the kids, Nick. Yes, <laughs> exactly. No, this is, uh, this is after dark. This is after hours for the NHL. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So nine-day break for the Leafs, all-star game, festivities are over. So this starts the bye week for Toronto. They're not back till Friday. And uh, very intriguing. We talked about the schedule last week. Um, I think three of the nine games at the time were against uh, teams that are in a playoff spot right now. And so it starts on Friday and Saturday, a back-to-back home-and-home with the lowly Columbus Blue Jackets. How many points do you think they pick up? Because I'd probably take the under. 
You would, eh? Well, I mean, Trap for a game. premier team, top three, four team in the NHL, you'd think that we would just, uh, you know, smash no. all these teams out of the park. You're licking your lips at this part of the schedule. But as we know, these Toronto Maple Leafs, for whatever reason, are not good at getting up for these these you know trap games as you call it it's it yeah. seems to be an automatic win in their mind i mean subconsciously you're going to beat the chicago blackhawks you're going to beat the columbus blue jackets every single time but as we've talked about when teams come to toronto play toronto it's usually a nationally televised game everyone and their dog back home is talking to them and saying mm -hmm. oh i'm gonna watch i got a buddy's coming to my house we're gonna be watching you we got tickets to the game blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of the homecoming for a lot of those Ontario boys that are spread out through the league. And you're going to get the team's best. And in that league, as bad as the Columbus Blue Jackets are and the, the, the Chicago Blackhawks are this year, they're an NHL team with NHL players on. Yeah. And if they show up, you're going to need to try to beat them. And the Leafs have been piss poor at this this year. I mean, what have we dropped games to? Two to the Coyotes. We've lost to, you know, the Anaheim Ducks. We've we've just not been doing very well against those lowly teams, yet we can beat the, you know, the Boston Bruins and, and, and the Tampa Bay Lightning, and we can beat some premier teams. And it's interesting, but I, I, I hope that this break has jumped something into their minds. I hope they can reorganize their their preparation and be on top of those things because it's getting down to the nitty-gritty where you need to be able to find your mm -hmm. game wherever the hell you go. If it's game four of, you know, the Stanley Cup or the Stanley Cup playoffs and you need a win and you're in the, the second period and you can't find your game, you need to be able to access it somehow. And if you can't do it against the goddamn Columbus Blue Jackets, you got problems. Definitely. So it's three versus 32 in the NHL, a back-to-back -back starting against uh, in Columbus on Friday, then ho home to the Columbus Blue Jackets. And again, a nine-day break for the Leafs. So it's your guess as good as mine. Now a team comes back after elongated uh, time off the way it is. But of course, Austin Matthews banged up. Obviously a recharge and refreshed, uh, you know, brunt to that team. So interested uh, for Friday's game. And again, we'll have coverage all week long. Lots of uh, cool, fun, different segments this week. I should mention as well, Montana's is bringing back the viewing party with daily deals in 2023 half price wings on this Monday. So make sure to go check that out. Also, we gave away a $25 gift card last week. We're up in the ante this week. We're giving away a $50 gift card courtesy our new friends over at Montana's. That's fantastic. You can buy five, six drinks with that money, or you can just buy dinner or you can buy chicken wings or a lot of them on a Monday. So uh, here's how you're el eligible, excuse me, to win. Um, like the post that we put up at TLNDC on Twitter, at TLNDC first and foremost, but you see on your screen, like the post, follow Montana's BBQ and at TLNDC on, on Twitter and all platforms, all social media platforms. Then tag your friends in the comments. Each comment is an entry. And again, we'll announce a winner coming up on Friday, this Friday, February 10th, a $50 gift card at Montana's. Don't try to rig it. Okay, Rosie? Oh, 50 bones. I mean, you could take out a first date, maybe hit Bumble Up or whatever your app mm -hmm. of choice is. I know you're not unfamiliar with that territory there, Nicholas. But no first comment. date, yep. drive a couple martinis in her, and then all of a sudden she's ready to hit the dance floor with you. You guys go and just cut a rug all <laughs> night, setting you up for success on this show. I like it. What was your dance move of choice back in the day, Rosie? Did you have one? Two-step. Two-stepping. Two-stepping. Little slow, slow, quick, quick out, out west here. You can do that. And then we had some jive jive courses through uh, gym class where you can get some jive moves going in with the two-step. And I have, uh, I've impressed many a woman. I actually got my wife that way. We uh, 
did a little okay. two-step at Cowboys and Roadhouse in Calgary. I think she's listening right now, actually. Hey, baby girl, how are your feet feeling? Still sore, I bet, hey? Wow, goodness. Okay, so you got your Fire move. Still you got your standout move. I didn't have much. Put the hand up in the air. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. A little shuffle here, a little shuffle there, and that's about it, man. I go on my good looks, you know? Not a boy. <laughs> that's why you. I got nothing. Disgustingly single. Anyways, the wrap-up is brought to you by our friends at Points by Canada. All right, so let's get back on the wagon again. Rosie, another loser on Thursday. Just had to bring that up, but it was a tough card. It was a tough card. No NHL hockey, right? Hey, tough card. And if you're looking for excitement and good games <laughs> and good action and good entertainment, you follow me because every time I bet on a game, it is an insanely close. It, it comes down to the buzzer. Yeah. That game was yeah. being won the entire time. Lakers are trailing. And last couple minutes, they pull it out, and there's all kinds of drama and fireworks. It was a wicked game. And again, if you guys are dumb enough to put your kids' education money on my advice, then it's your own damn fault. <laughs> you said it. Just sprinkle a couple <laughs> bucks on my bets, and you're guaranteed to get a good game at least. You're not going to have many winners, but shit. The fix is in. Okay, let's get back to it tonight. Uh, so the NHL is back. A 43-game slate this week starts with a bunch tonight. Um, I like the New York Islanders-Philadelphia game. Um, I think, you know, the Islanders have to start winning if they want to get back in the playoff picture. So I'm looking at the money line. I think last I looked was around minus 140. I think if you want to extract more juice into that game, I think you look at the 60-minute line, so in regulation. And number two, Bo Horvat. So he hasn't played a game for the Islanders. Um, signs a big, fat extension yesterday. I think this is like your classic player, new player bump. I like the New York Islanders to beat the Philadelphia Flyers today. And maybe you look at some player props as well for Bo Horvat. I think he's going to be a fired. He's going to be really, really fired up following the trade and the extension. Yeah, I would think so. We look for those little things like guys playing their old team or playing in their hometown, uh, and then obviously signing a new extension or getting traded. All good reasons to uh, have a guy with a little bit of bump. And I bet you go into a new team and it gives a new vibe, a life to that dressing room, and everyone's saying, "Hey, maybe mm -hmm. we've got the chem going now with this." Uh, with this Bo Horvat on our team. So, you know, I'd, I'd follow you on that one. I think it's a good bet, a good take, and it's be good to see the boys back after a little break that they don't get many of. Big, big chem guy, Jay Rosehill. Uh, Tim writes in, I honestly don't know because right now I can't be bothered to watch it, of course, alluding to All-Star Weekend. I even didn't bother with the skills competition, which, again, most people, I would say, in the last 15 years or so, I've watched the skills over the actual All-Star game and the fact that people are just tuning out the skills as well is uh, problematic, but certainly we'll see what they do the next couple of years. Uh, Del B writes in, skills comp was embarrassing. Might as well take out uh, fastest skater and hardest shot. Uh, either show the skills and all or just play the game. My kid is 10 and he thought it was dumb. I I've heard that reaction around. You know, I've even, uh, we found out All-Star Weekend, Connor McDavid won't do the fastest skater anymore. He's pretty much not scared, but like worried about getting hurt, which I totally understand. He's got nothing else to prove in that. So, I think at the very least, I, I would like to see them overhaul, you know, what they do in the skills competition to cater to the crowd and to cater to who's watching. I just, you know, again, being in the building, there was just too much of like tape segments. And I think it takes the air out of the building. You know me, I'm like, I'm a big wrestling fan. Or I used to be a bigger wrestling fan back in the day, but the WWE and other, you know, um, you know, wrestling, you know, companies have done the same thing where they play, they play segments like, 
in the arena, but it really, really takes away when it's not in person, if that makes sense. And I really think it drags the air out of the building following like a pretty decent event sometimes. Oh, I, I can imagine there just being absolutely no flow to that production. It was yeah. just broken yeah. up segments, then guys standing around and no one knows what's yeah. next and what was the purpose of that. And then Luong goes in his gear yeah. and someone shoots on him and then someone else comes out yeah. and then they leave and it's just like, what is going on right now? And then they go to, I can imagine when they go to the beach or whatever, the whole arena is just sitting there waiting while the guys just like stand around the Pretty ice, much. like drink need time. some flow, yeah. need some flow to the production. I mean, like you say, WWE, they got it. Everyone's looking at the ring. Boom. Guy comes out. Yeah. Boom. Music comes on. Yeah. Like get a big production going where it's like, holy shit, here comes. So-and-so you have Sid and Ovi walk out together or whatever. Not just this yeah. random Oh, here's two guys jumping on. Oh, one's got a snorkel on. How zany is that? <laughs> like it's just painful, man. It's just yeah. too painful. Yeah. Bump up the production value. Get a little bit of a you know some flow going to the actual yeah. the actual event and have it have it something you can pay attention to because that was just painful, man. Uh, just to wrap, Tim says I can see them using the Sky Dome as part of the All Star Game next year. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be neat. You'd have the you'd have the barn closed, obviously, but uh, yeah. yeah, you could find some stuff to do in there. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what they do with it because they haven't had a venue like that in a little while. It seems like fuck. Have them take batting practice or something. I don't know anything but what we're seeing in the last couple of years, man. I I do uh, I do agree with you. I mean, to 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 put a bow and a wrap on All Star Weekend as somebody who was there, I had a lot of fun, and that's all that matters in my world. And I'm happy for the kids. I think they had fun in general got autographs, got to see their star players, got memorabilia. So when I look back, I, I'm just not, I'm just not as critical as most people, I guess, uh, you know, whether it's media or fans or, or people watching at home on, on what I'm seeing on the ice, but I guess we'll leave it at that. Okay. We'll look forward to next season. Hey, for a guy with no kids, you sure care a lot about the kids. I love it, man. I no, there's nothing that's uh, there's nothing that makes me happier. Again, as somebody who was that kid all those years ago, and now fortunate enough to cover this league to go to these events, um, that's what I think about ultimately, man. Because I even even it, it's so cool. You see the Kachucks. I watched their dad play. Like not to date us too much. We're not that old, obviously. But like you watch their dad play, and like you could wonder about their lives growing up. You know, around NHL players, and that's why. Sergey Ovechkin was the talk of the town All-Star Weekend. Ovi's kid, right? Being on the ice in the skills competition. That's honestly, in my opinion, what I think it's for. But do I think it needs to be an overhaul? Um, to summarize, yes, I do. So we'll leave it at that. That's Jay Rosehill. I'm Nick Alberga. Again, we'll be out. We'll be back tomorrow uh, for more. We're going to do a mailbag this week, too, where you can ask us questions. We're going to try to get a couple insiders, talk some trades. We saw the Horvat trade. We saw Jacob Magna get traded to Seattle last night. So... You can't forget that aspect too. The trade deadline is fast approaching, coming up, of course, on March 3rd, and full coverage coming up here on Leafs Morning Take. Take care. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 